0: Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Hannah and Eric Go Birding. We're a couple of bird brains looking for adventure and some birds. I'm Hannah and he's Eric. And we bring you this podcast to share our adventures with you and talk about random thoughts on other birding topics. Just a couple of disclaimers, we're not experts. And if we discuss any controversial material, we hope you keep an open mind. But also, remember what we discuss it's our own opinions.
1: So, this week we're at the Rio Grande Valley Birding Festival, which is a ton of fun. Yes,
0: it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yesterday um, we woke up at 5 a.m. and f- re- drove to the airport. Actually, we didn't wake up at 5 a.m. We woke up at 2 a.m., yeah. got to the airport by 3, and yeah. then flew out <laughs> at 5 from Portland International Airport to to Harlingen, <laughs> I guess. Yep, there was a to tour. Um, so we landed in Texas and, uh, we went straight to the opening reception of the Rio Grande Valley Birding Festival, which is a great time.
0: Oh, but we forgot about birding news. Jumped oh. right, jumped right into, the... so the Patagonia birding effect is alive and well right now in Texas down here. Oh, if you yeah. don't
1: know what that is, you <laughs> got to look it up because it's hilarious.
0: Yeah. So there's tons of us down here. We found a handful of rarities, a handful of, uh, possible, Super rarities, not not sure uh, what level of rarities they're at, but uh, we've had a varied thrush over at the National uh, Butterfly Center. Um, Golden Crowned Warbler has been continuing at Frontera Autobahn, and uh, there's been a possible roadside hawk over at Quinta Mazatlan, so instead of chasing those right now, we're recording this. So uh, you guys better remember what we do for you.
1: Yeah, because (laughs) we love you, and we care about you, and we want to make sure this is on time, streaming into your ears
0: right into your ear ear holes
1: (laughs) that's gross (laughs) so this morning um we joined a couple of other great guides and we led a trip to benson rio Grande valley state park which was so much fun because it's like home for me um i worked there for a year and a half and it's just an amazing park and you get to see some really cool things so, afterwards, we asked a few participants from um, the festival, a fellow guide, and a member of the festival staff to join us in talking about the festival, and so that's what we're bringing you guys today.
0: Yeah, a couple a couple short interviews.
1: Yeah, so this is the 25th anniversary of the Rio Grande Valley Birding Festival, which is just a huge accomplishment. I don't oh, know yeah. how many festivals there are that, that last that long. Yeah, so, it's, it's
0: almost as old as I am.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they started it when we were just wee little children. Just wee little kids. (laughs) So we wanted to get some different people's perspectives on the festival and why they choose to be a part of it. Because so much of birding is talking to other people. And that's one of the things I really enjoy about it. And so we wanted to bring other people's perspectives to you all that come from different locations and have a different part in the festival. So, of course, we also wanted to see what kind of Adventures they were going on, so we included that.
0: Yeah, well, if only to get some, to selfishly get some ideas of like places that we need to be going.
1: Yeah, so we'll be going many places very soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so sit back and listen to our interviews with Joan and Paul Purcell, Alan Giles, and Lisa Brousseau, none of which had attended the festival before. So if you've never attended, this would be a great little segment for you to listen to to see why you should be going to festivals, um, especially this one. And they joined us for the Benson trip. So we, we got to know them a bit before uh, the interview great group of people and we are so excited to bring our interview to you so listen up um
2: my name is lisa Brasso. i'm from minneapolis minnesota this is my first time at the rio Grande valley birding festival but it is i think my fourth birding festival and third in texas so we've been to the laredo to, um Birding Festival, the, the Davis Mountains Hummingbird Festival, and the Wilcox, Wings Over Wilcox in Arizona. And so far, my favorite, I really like the Laredo one, but my favorite has been the Hummingbird Festival because we got to watch people, master banders, cat, um, catch and band hummingbirds, which is sort of an amazing experience. That'd be fun. And yeah, I really recommend cool. that uh, birding festival a lot. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Alan.
3: And I'm Alan Giles, and I'm the other half, Lisa Brasso. I mean, we, uh, we, um, this is um, my, would be my fourth, no, fifth. Fifth. I've gone to one more than you have. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, uh, Birding festivals and i have really enjoyed this one this is uh we this is after our very first uh, day had yeah, a great time today. Had a lot to about, yeah after day
0: 1 how do you like <laughs> yeah
3: and so after day 1 i'm 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 I, i've i've really enjoyed it and i'm i'm thinking that it's going to be just great yeah. um my most favorite uh, birding event was the first time i saw an Altamira uh, uh, was, was
0: that today or another time
3: well actually it was another time oh, dang it. <laughs> it was at the laredo uh, oh okay a birding festival um but i'm looking forward to seeing black belly whistling ducks, black belly whistling ducks? which i've never seen, seen oh, and yeah. everybody keeps saying oh they're everywhere no, oh th- th- this, this evening this,
0: this evening here right basically right here in town there's there's a couple of parks that have a little little ponds. They
4: keep telling yeah. us this. Yeah, if if you look
0: on Google Maps, you'll see some ponds. Yeah, and okay. just go to those ponds in the, in the evening before sunset. and, you'll and, see and Black you sh- should be able to see some. Yeah, yeah,
4: just listen
3: for them. Well, first. oh yeah. Anyway, that's that's my target. bird. In fact, it's been my target bird for at least two years. Oh man! <laughs> so and I've never seen one. So I'm looking forward to that. And um, uh, let's see. I feel really lucky in my life to fall in love with a woman who's also interested in birding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, that's really nice. That's H- Hannah and I are both really interested in birds. so it's, yeah. And we started together. We, we, we started birding together. <laughs> Great. Sure. So, you Paul?
5: Yeah, I'm uh, yeah. uh, Paul Purcell um, from uh, the Woodlands, Texas, uh, suburban North Houston. Mm-hmm. A, this is uh, our my first time to a birding festival ever.
0: Ever no no other festivals before today no oh either. cool how, how was your first day at the festival
5: oh, it was good it was uh, we had a good time um, well day's not over yet I guess We're still yeah it's um well we got in late last night and we got up early this morning so really? I took a little bit of a nap on the bus <laughs> cool, well there's <laughs> yeah, nothing I going on you might yeah, as well, well take I was it trying now. To hand you a nap a I could use a cup of coffee right about now <laughs> <laughs> and um, but yeah this was the 25th anniversary and my wife said we gotta go.
0: What better time to start than the twenty
5: fifth? What vacation? I'll take it. <laughs> so that's how we sort of ended up here. We have other friends here as well. Yeah, and, and um, so we're going to sort of reconvene our little birding group, birding buddies, uh, and have a good time. Please see some Com-
0: compare some notes over the day, and then yeah. bird?
5: Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a hugely accomplished birder.
0: No, everyone's I'm, accomplished at their own level. I like
5: hey, I like time. being outdoors. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, she's yeah. So she's, she's trying to prompt you. Yeah. Well, I like. <laughs> You're
4: familiar
5: with that. Okay, so I'm, I'm have, familiar she's, with she's, that. Yeah. She's, she's she's egging me on a little bit here. Got a couple of my favorite birds. I like yeah. owl, I like owls. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the best. We went on a trip a couple of years ago to Big Ben, and I saw little elf owls Oh, nice. Oh, and those were really cool. And then the kestrel. I like Kestrels. Oh, ke- and, kestrels are fancy. Yeah.
0: They're ho- hovering and yeah, the, yeah, the tail bobbing just, while they're sitting on a line. Yeah, yeah. they
5: just they do. Cool things, oh, and yeah. they're that big. I mean, oh, they're really yeah, small. Tiny. They're really they're small so birds. Colorful. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so, uh, but our best, probably our best uh, birding adventure. Uh, we, we a couple of these friends are with us. Going to be with us today. Uh, we went out to Tucson mm-hmm. and um, drove out, and we were out there for about five days and birded out there, and, and uh, we had a really good time there. I, I got to break off and do some hiking, side yeah. hiking and, uh, in or kind of in and around Tucson and had a, had a really good time. Yeah.
0: Do you see some good woodpeckers over there in Arizona? We did. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's my favorite we, whole uh, see, We also,
5: we were there in April, I think the first, and, uh, it was about 85 degrees, yeah. uh, in town and it uh, actually a front moved through. It snowed. We went up on top of, oh my gone, gosh, uh, <laughs> near Fort Huachuca. Yeah. And, um, and we got snow while we were on top. That's that's, awesome. that's
6: fun. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Really cool. And I'm Joan Purcell, Paul's other half. And, All right. uh, this is my yeah. second festival. I went to the McGee Marsh Biggest Week in Bergen probably, I think, four or five years ago. Oh, we, we, we really need were to get supposed up to that. Be dripping, but there was a front that stalled everything here in Texas. So they were here in Texas. We were up in Ohio. And uh, this is our first time here, and my friend who's gone about five or six times said, this is the 25th anniversary, you have to go. So we're here, and I had a great first day. Um, And probably my favorite, and a couple favorite, that trip to Arizona, probably, you know, the first time (laughs) I went to Arizona and saw all the hummingbirds, and, you know, we went out up in the mountains, and hawks, and... um, all the Orioles. That was yeah. awesome. And then we were in Duluth, Minnesota, last February, and saw all the owls. Wow, that was awesome. a good
5: trip. That wasn't my
3: favorite, for-
6: <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome.
3: It's a winter time. It's pretty
6: yes. Cold. Yeah. <laughs> but I love owls, and we got them all, so it was it was
1: great.
0: That's that's really cool.
1: So, do you guys all feel that you came to the festival, this the Rio Grande Valley 25th Festival, because? of something in particular or just happen to be the time to come.
0: Aside from the twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah. Is there <laughs> in, in, anything else that drew you to coming to the to the festival uh, this you year know, over here I mean year, I have or, to
5: be very honest that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. You yeah. Know? I mean it's just I, I'm not like I said, I'm not that accomplished as a birder and going to a festival isn't Hey, you, you gotta build of, you gotta get out there and build skills yeah, exactly, somehow. You know, mm-hmm. but it's for me it's uh, it's like me going to a car show and she, you know, has absolutely no interest in street rods or something, you know. That's what marriage is all about, Yeah, it's exactly (laughs) it. My stakes are Formula
6: One race or something
2: in my (laughs) team,
5: It's sharing interest even though we have different levels of interest.
4: Yeah.
2: And you guys? People kept telling us or asking us why had we gone, if we'd gone to this one and we hadn't, so we figured we needed to do that. And this is supposed to be the birdiest area in the United States. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. that will be the case.
3: Well, I just wanted to increase my likelihood of seeing black-bellied whistle. It's sort of a broken
0: record. <laughs> well, where, where are you going in the next couple of days? Are you going Are you going to Estero Llano Grande?
3: No. Any of
0: those days? No. no. Uh, we no. That, that might be a good so one. We've for been there, told that that's a that good place. That, that would be a good yeah. one for some black-bellies. Right.
3: But everybody keeps saying, well, just find a lake and just look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's usually in the evening or really early in the morning, when they're coming out of roost or going into roost, is a really good time to catch them. Because yeah. they're noisy as heck. Just whistling and whistling and whistling. <laughs> okay. Well, thank
1: you guys so much for taking a few minutes out of yeah. the busy yeah, schedule yeah, schedule. Thank to you for leading today. It was great.
2: Yeah, was I'm glad you guys right? enjoyed yeah.
4: it. it we oh, had a lot you. of fun. Yeah. Benson's yeah. a great Saw
0: part. lots of species, so it was good. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
5: and I had no idea that was Lloyd Benson.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The one the is named after in Houston. Yeah, in Houston, Lloyd Benson
5: Expressway or whatever it is.
0: So, I apologize. Our sound quality this week might not be quite up to our normal mediocrity. And that's because we kind of had to um, hide in little hidey holes around the the festival grounds to try to get a little bit quieter areas. And I was using my phone to record, so they're not, not the highest quality... We're also recording this in a hotel room, so not the, not the best place, but...
1: But at least there's not a guy jingling the thousand keys uh, like yeah. there was th- at
0: the <laughs> top. He had at least a thousand keys.
1: <laughs> I don't know how he holds them all. I don't know. So, anyways, um, our next person up is Bill Sane. He's a, just a great guy that we met last year very briefly. And this year, we are so happy to go guiding with him and, and meet somebody new. So, please, enjoy Bill Sane.
0: Want to just inter- introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'm Bill
7: Sane. I'm a native of Harlingen, Texas, but I currently live in uh, Alpine, Texas, just north of Big Bend National Park. Uh, I've been birding probably uh, about 20 years now. Um, I am also uh, a board member of the American Birding Association, I've been active in various Audubon and, and other birding groups and conservation groups around the country Yeah, as officers and board members, things like that. So,
0: so how, how long have you been like volunteering doing ABA and Audubon and stuff like that, the whole time you've been birding? or is that Actually, just a- I started
7: volunteering at an Audubon group that was the most effective conservation agency or, or activity entity in the San Antonio area, okay. and that's how I kind of got started hanging out with birders. Oh and, really? And uh, kind of went from there, went downhill from there. All, da- all downhill. It's yeah.
0: a <laughs> nice slippery slope.
7: Yes.
1: So is conservation your career, <laughs> or do you do something different?
7: No, I, uh, I'm i actually retired now. I, I work for the uh, Department of Defense in, in contracting and procurement Oh, okay. oh okay. for my career.
0: So not bird related really yeah. at all? <laughs>
7: <laughs> Except when people find out that you're a birder, then they start bringing bird questions and bring <laughs> photos to you, and yeah, you it, open up your email and wait, expecting business questions. You get a picture of a you know, something. What's this? What's this hawk sitting out my
0: window? <laughs> like I, I don't know what that hawk. You, you <laughs> found that picture online. I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> okay, so can you tell us about one of your favorite birding adventures you've been on?
7: Well, my uh, favorite birding adventure is always the next one I'm going on. But of the things I've actually done. Uh, Probably a a trip I took in December of uh, 2013 to ADAC. Uh, And I was with several other folks, including Neil Hayward, who was uh, towards the end of doing his big year attempt, which ended up breaking the record. So I was there. And both the experience of being on ADAC and seeing wonderful birds, but also being a part of that bigger story and and getting to know Neil and another uh, big year birder, Jay Lehman, was also with us. And just the, uh, we also found what we think was the first U.S. record of a a, uh, a Eurasian Sparrowhawk. Unfortunately, it wasn't accepted, but oh. you know, to trying to That's, chase so much and adrenaline. looks and yeah, <laughs> get good looks at that and get photos of it, was, uh, there there's a lot of excitement going on yeah. with that.
0: And we saw whooper
7: swans and emperor geese and oh, brambling and you know, lots of other...
0: all sorts of vagrants and mm-hmm. weird stuff.
1: <laughs> so then where do you want to go next?
0: <laughs> like an objective. Probably my next...
7: Hopefully, the hopeful destination is either St. Paul or Gamble, All right. up in Alaska. So, okay. yeah, I need to spend more time in Alaska. <laughs> get, get,
0: get some more North Birds. Really <laughs> yes, you, you, you've got enough of those South Birds down here. Mm-hmm. Being in Texas, I, I've, been,
7: I've done enough sweating. I'm ready to go up and be cool for a
0: while. Oh yeah, I, we we've we've said a million times on the podcast. We're we're tired of sweating. It's hot. <laughs> it's always hot. So we're, we're 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 excited that we're up north too now. So.
1: So, um, is there a particular reason why you've been coming to the Rio Grande Valley Festival? Or what is it about this festival? As
7: I said, I'm a native of Harlingen. Okay. So was,
0: that's, that's where the festival is right here. Yes, We're in yeah, Harlingen. and I had
7: And I was living on the East Coast, well Midwest and East Coast, and I kept running into birders who had come here to this festival. And they all raved about how wonderful it was. And so, as, right after I retired... I think the next year I came down for this festival in 2013, and so I've been here every year since then, mm-hmm. and I've been a, a guide for the last two years, and that opens up a whole different arena because you, you know, you're you involved in a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff that as a participant you never realized yeah. oh, was yeah. going on. And you make a lot of really close, good friends among the other guides and people who are you know scattered from you know they come in from all over the country. Actually, there's also people from Canada and Mexico and Panama who <laughs> come in to guide. So yeah, oh yeah,
0: yeah we've yeah. Got, got guides from around the world. <laughs>
7: yeah, don't forget Carlos in Panama. Don't forget <laughs> Carlos in <and laughs> Panama. So, <laughs> and so uh, you know, for all those reasons, because it had such a good reputation beforehand, because it's my hometown, and I I, I come back here and I can kind of. Show off my hometown, my home area. Yeah, uh, for people that come from all over the country to uh, participate. Yeah.
0: So, well, and be- being from here, you're so familiar with locations mm-hmm. and right. the species mm-hmm. that it's just comes second hand to. Oh yeah, well that was just that was just a kiss yeah, and kitty. And, and it wasn't not we, a problem.
7: I also have the ability because when I'm leading trips, I can start you know, giving people history about things. That, yeah. You know, maybe a little bit of historical facts about the area, not mm-hmm. just necessarily birding facts. Yeah, definitely. Uh, gives people and, and some cultural aspects of what it was like living here along the border yeah uh, and, and uh, it's just I, I enjoy coming back here it's one of those things that you know I grew up here and I I wanted to get away as soon as I could <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I don't know that I'd ever move back
0: but I, I enjoy coming back to visit and, yeah. and, and, and you you long for here. coming back when you're gone mm-hmm. yeah that's that's kind of the way I, I feel after we, we left living down here it's like we we weren't, weren't super happy here, like, we're, when we were living here, but then as soon as we left, it's like, you know what, why why weren't we happy? We should we should we should go back. We should well, just go back and, and live if there. If you
7: are what you eat, and I'm Tex-Mex. <laughs> so I have to come down here to get my fix every
0: so long. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you just whittle away to nothing. Yes.
1: So um, what sort of – so you've been coming in for six years, you said? Right. What sort of changes have you seen in the last six years with the festival? I,
7: I really haven't seen a lot, like, that – Normal that, that normal participants would see, mm-hmm. uh, because I have been friends with a lot of guys even before I became started guiding, uh-huh. and a lot of vendors. I tended to, to get involved in in some of the you know, social events afterwards, and that's changed over the years. And you know because of, of people have bought volu- people who volunteer here have moved on to mm-hmm. other things or whatever. So there's you know it's a lot of the, just the background stuff that's changed. Okay. okay. Uh, there's also. You know, every year they have some kind of entertainment kind of set up, and so those are often fun. Uh, I don't think they, they didn't do it last year. I'm not sure if they're doing it this year, but they do a little thing called Harding Squares. That's like the Hollywood Squares game. Oh, that's cool. and, they, huh. and, and the squares are made up of, of some of the birding pros and experts, what I call the birding rock stars, Yeah. that, that are here to help and guide and, and with the vendors. And so they'll, they'll actually have people come up to compete out of the audience, and, and whoever wins actually wins a nice pair of binoculars. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. That was always fun to watch (laughs) that and, and
0: like, like trivia or something.
7: Yeah, they would ask a a question, and then the person um, that that was selected in the square, like Mm -hmm. you know, John dunn or Ken Copeland was here one year. They would give an answer, and so then the 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 participant, the contestant, had to decide whether that answer was true or whether that oh, I see, yeah, yeah, blowing smoke or something, yeah. (laughs) And so sometimes they came up with very off the wall answers uh-huh. that actually were true. <laughs> you know, so they were they were trying to do the be creative to come up with something that would yeah. would stump the uh, contestant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: So how would you like to see the festival grow in the future?
7: I know for uh, for example that they're going to be moving to a different location. They're they're actually building a convention center here, and so I, I'm not sure it's something that I want to see. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how that works, how that a different. Because I've been here in the same location for, for all six festivals, and yeah. and I know what to expect and where things are, and so just going over there, it'll be an ex, you know, exciting change. But it also, I'm sure there'll be growing pains and things like oh, that. Oh, I'm I'm
0: sure, it's because it's, it's significantly larger, right? Than the new place. I think it is. Yeah.
7: yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're just they just started building it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be exciting mm-hmm. though, because it's going to yeah. be brand new, brand new everything. <laughs> so if it breaks, then it's our fault. But like you said, growing <laughs> pains. Yeah. Well, one of the
7: things kind of talking about how things have changed and not so much the festival but you know I burned in Texas from in the late 90s and then I, I left for like 12 years I'd come back to visit but I was you know, living in other states and I moved back to Texas in 12 and started coming down here and what I noticed was there was a lot more minorities and uh, in, in working at the state parks and into birding and so that had significantly improved and changed so, to m- my
0: mimicking the actual right, right. Yeah. the population that's actually here
7: and one of the things that uh, I think interesting is that uh, the, the uh, superintendent of the Steriliano uh, State Park, mm-hmm. Javier, yeah. Deliano, Javier De Leon, yeah. actually grew up in the neighborhood right around here and he was introduced to birding by participants of this birding festival that were birding in the park out here and he would see them and he wow. went out yeah. just to see what So you know, I consider that to be like a major success story because now he's...
0: Oh, yeah. It comes full the, circle. Yeah, Don't managing tell one that. of the best. <laughs> yeah. oh, I've told him that. <laughs> yeah, I, I build him
7: up and then I cut him down. You, <laughs> you cut, cut him down <laughs> back and forth, yeah. That's what you got to do. There's so much material yeah. to work with.
1: Well, cool. Thank you so much for talking with us.
0: We're so glad we're able to get a few minutes aside to talk to Bill about... Everything that we we're able to talk to him about with. He's just so friendly and so knowledgeable about everything Texas birds and ABA and all that stuff. So we really hope we get a guide with him again in the future. Even just go birding, really, anywhere in the country would be fun with him.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So our last interview is with Phil Nelson, who is the vice president of the Rio Grande Valley Birding Festival. And he is just One of my favorite people. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, like I, I didn't know him super well when we lived in the Rio Grande Valley, but you know, since then and the couple times that we've been at the birding festival, he has just made me feel so welcome, and he always goes out of his way to make me feel special, and so I've just always appreciated his friendship, and you know, he's just really interesting guy and i'm so glad that he was willing to sit down with us even though we had to twist his arm um but i think you're really going to enjoy what he has to say so here's phil
0: okay so um want to introduce yourself um kind of what you do down here how long you've been doing it
8: (laughs) my name is phil nelson yeah i originally came from iowa Came down here in 2001, went to the birding festival, liked it, still like it to this day and been coming to it and working at it for several years now. So
1: did you move down here after you retired?
8: Yes. Came down here, uh, like I said earlier in 2001. Had never been here, had no idea what I was going to like or dislike.
0: Oh, the phone's ringing.
8: <laughs> oh, I thought there was a wild duck.
0: <laughs> wild, wild duck wandering around the, <laughs> the conference center.
8: But anyway, I got involved in birding. Uh, did a little bit of guiding down here after I got to know the area. Yeah. And have loved every absolute moment of it.
0: So do you, do you ever guide for the festival? No. Out, no? No. Okay. Uh, so what, what, what all do you do here on, at the festival? At the current place? time, current
8: time I'm vice president.
0: Vice president. All right. So what, 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 does vice president mean? <laughs> what, what does that mean? I, I know you, you're, you're MC for all sorts of stuff. You did tons of stuff last year.
8: MC is still, I'm still MC. Yeah. Um, I take, you know, we meet sometimes once a month, mm-hmm. twice a month, and sometimes a little more frequent. Okay. Um, most people don't realize that the festival will end the end of this week. Mm-hmm. We will meet next week on the 14th of this month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and listen to all our little issues that we thought occurred during the festival. Yeah. And we were very, very critical of one another. You know, yeah. Not personally, but on little issues that we didn't see. Um, and then in January, we start all over again for the next year. Oh, so, so you, so you get one month off to uh, no, not to really. Rest. Uh, we probably won't meet in December, but yeah, we'll get a month off. Yeah. But otherwise, no, it'll start over yeah. and uh, and we'll meet once to twice a month. Uh, sometimes more frequently if there's other yeah. things. Uh, you know, there's a number of things that. That happened you know to give you an example like last year we had a bus that broke down now we got people that are going on a trip yeah. that can't go because we have to wait for another bus to come in so little issues like that that you don't foresee yeah oh yeah you know and where do you just all of a sudden out of the blue pick up a 40 passenger
0: yeah you're uh, not going to get a tour bus just no, out of nowhere it's just
8: it's something that happened so yeah uh, you know, it's little things that happen like that that make it go. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year we had a uh, someone failed to call the driver and he didn't get up in time. Oh, jeez! And we're we're standing out here in front of the auditorium. Now you can you can sense the excitement or not being able to go because yeah. they want to go on their birding trip. Oh, yeah.
0: I paid a bunch well, of money to go let's see birds.
8: birds. <laughs> this is just a few years back that this happened. Yeah. Luck have it while we're standing outside, a flock of red-crowned parrots fly in. Ah, oh, nice. Land on the wires. Parrots are kind of inquisitive, so they would fly over the group of people standing out there, kind of circle them and go back and land on the wires. People come from all over to see the parrots. Yeah. We didn't hire these parrots to come in. They came in on their own. And this made the people feel better.
4: Yeah,
8: uh, We had a man that was with us there that was familiar with the parrots, explained to them more about the parrots and so forth. Uh, a couple of the optics vendors mm-hmm. brought their optics out, their scopes out, so that people could look at them closely. Oh,
4: that's cool.
8: That'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. You're, you're right
0: here with the trade show yeah, going right on. right here yeah. with the trade show.
8: Everything that's going on. Now, we got, the, we got the people on the bus. Now the thing that we didn't know yet at this moment is while the bus left, and it's going to drive like five to eight miles away.
4: Yeah,
8: uh, It's headed for South Padre Island, but it only gets about five miles away. We get word that there is a very rare bird on Highway 100, which takes them out and they're headed to South Padre Island, uh,
4: this is the, the, Amazon the Amazon
8: kingfisher. Yeah.
4: Oh, my gosh. Second,
8: I think it was the second time in recorded history seen in the United States. Yeah. They all got to stop. They all saw it.
0: I was, I, they, they would have missed it. They would have already been to the island. They'd have yeah. been past it had, they, that, they, yeah. had that
8: bus not been late. Oh, yeah. You know, they went out to the island, birded, came back. Not one unhappy soul on the whole thing. <laughs> so even,
0: even though everything went wrong.
8: Everything from, went wrong from all worked down in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Almost every year, we're fortunate that we find something unusual Mm -hmm. or something we haven't seen recently. Uh, Last year, the tomalipas crows showed up. That was pretty awesome. They had not been here for a few years. Mm -hmm. This year, they've seen a varied bunting over at the Butterfly Center, Mm -hmm. which is very unusual for here. So, I'm not saying these birds aren't here all the time. There's more
0: eyes right now. We've
8: got eyes out there. when you send out twenty or twenty-five vans full of people in, a, in the morning, plus eight to ten Greyhound-style buses or big, big buses, forty-five-year buses, full of people, <laughs> full of people, all with binoculars mm-hmm. and with trained, trained guides to look for birds, that. it's no wonder we don't find something. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, so that's that help you out a little bit. Yeah.
1: So um, on our podcast, we talk a lot about our adventures um, in birding. But do yep. you have an adventure in birding? Like your favorite? What's, what's your best trip you've ever been on?
0: Even if it's not birding. You probably saw a bird regardless of where it was. So you can <laughs> call well, it birding. I think
8: <laughs> I think one of my nemesis birds was the Groove Build ani. Oh, yeah? I went several times to go see it. Went out in the rain to go see it. Cold. I caught a cold as a result of it. My wife went with. She caught a cold. Oh, now you know things are not happy at home now when this happens. <laughs> uh, and I just happened to be down at uh, Sable Palms one day walking along. I saw some birds fly up in the trees. Mm-hmm. I put the scope on them. My groove built on <laughs> I wasn't even looking for them. Just all of a sudden. But, but it... You know, it really boiled down to I didn't. I probably had seen them before. I did not know what I was looking at. Yeah. So that that's part of the part of the fun of birding.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and every time you go out, you learn something new. So it's like, oh well, I should have been looking for this field mark, or I should have been looking in this area, or you just learn it as you go and start figuring it out.
8: I every day. You get a little away <laughs> from birding. I started birding when I was 11 years old. Hmm. I am now. 15.8 Lustra.
0: What? What's 15.8 Lustra?
8: Well, that leaves a little problem in your interview for someone to figure out.
1: <laughs> you will win I, a sticker if you tell us how old Phil is.
8: Uh, Lustra is plural of lustrum.
0: Lustrum is singular, all right.
8: Huh. That's L-U-S-T-R-U-M. Lustrum. Okay, so you've been
1: you've been birding fifteen point eight lustrum plus eleven years. No,
8: I started when I was eleven.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm
8: eleven I wasn't from completely. whatever fifteen point eight lustra would be.
1: Okay,
0: fifteen
8: point eight lustrum.
0: All right, this is a this is gonna be a tough one. It's gonna drive me nuts.
8: <laughs> so, what else would you like to know?
1: <laughs> so, um, so you've been at the working at the festival for a number of years, where would you like to see it so this is 25th anniversary, Where would you like to see it go from
4: here?
8: Oh, I think anytime you have any type of organization, you've always got, you know, like I said, we're very critical on ourselves. Most of the people that come to the festival are very happy, they say it works like clockwork and that. Not always in our eyes. So we've always got room for improvement. Um, I think we're kind of where we should be.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: Where else can you go out into, not to sound religious, but out into God's creation and be able to sit there and just enjoy it? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I've had some of my best birding days when it was raining, and sitting on a bench, and when even the birds just come to me.
0: Just uh, trying to stay dry. <laughs>
8: yeah, but you know, a lot of times when it's raining or misting out, the birds stay honkered down. Mm-hmm. You can get closer to them. You can see them and identify them a little better. Um, you know, Some of the, I don't want to say it's nice, is because in the spring here in the valley, in South Padre, Anna, they have a fallout A fallout is great for saving the birds. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily great for the birds.
0: Yeah, that's that's for sure.
8: So, and those that don't understand what a fallout is, it's primarily when the birds migrate primarily at night. And the when a norther comes through, or a cold front, or a front comes through out of the north, the birds usually take off from Mexico. At night, flying with a southerly wind to carry them to the north, all of a sudden they're met, and they're met with a twenty mile an hour wind, so it it creates a hassle. They're exhausted, and a lot of them perish at the in the Gulf.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
8: So, like I said, it's not good for the birds, but it's good for the birders.
0: Yeah, you get and all it's, sorts of rarities and stuff just falling and it's down. Part of,
8: it's part of nature, mm-hmm. and if you look at nature in the, in the whole spectrum it's rather cruel sometimes.
1: So you talked a little bit about what you like about the festival, but why, why do you choose to be a part of it?
8: Well, it it sounds like it's a lot of work. (laughs) It it is a lot of work, but it's, it's almost a one great big family. You know, we, we, laugh and joke together. Uh, We work together. There's, Nobody has. They all have, we all have, have duties to do, but none of it is so specific that we can't stop and help someone else out.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: And there's there's the pride involved in it being able to see your finished product at the end of the week.
1: And everybody enjoys it so much. I don't. I don't think you have ever heard anybody say they don't enjoy yeah. the Rio Grande Valley Festival and haven't had a great time. And you know, so many people. We took <coughs> out today to Benson got tons of lifers, and they just were thrilled with it. So I'm sure they're having the same experience you had when you first came down.
8: Yeah, and I don't know where your interview is going to go, but <laughs> if it's going to birders, they'll understand it. But like lifers, if it's going to people that don't understand birding, lifer is a bird that that particular birder had never seen before. Mm-hmm. It's the first time in their life they saw that bird. And like here, there are people that, uh, and I stood at the front desk or the front counter in that this week and they want to see a green jay. Well, if you live here, yeah, it's a green jay. (laughs) But if you're not from here, oh, a green jay. Oh, yeah. So, and if you're from here and you've been here for a while, you can almost direct those people where to go see that jay if they have, you know. Uh, So that's That's part of the fun. Birders are unique from the standpoint that they share their information with one another. If I know where a particular bird is at, as long as I'm not violating someone's personal property or private property, I'll tell them where it's at. Now, if it's a bird that I know is nesting, I may not tell them because I don't want them to interrupt the nesting life of the bird then. Mm -hmm. Uh, But otherwise, yeah, I'll tell them... And I may just turn around and walk back there and show them where I saw it. Now you can, as much as I love, I like to fish. Uh, I used to hunt morel mushrooms. Would I tell anybody where I caught my fish, or where I found my morel mushrooms? No way. You what? Know, if I told them, they'd be at least a half a mile off. So is that. Uh, so yeah, but birders are not that way. On the, it's all of the fun of it. Yeah, well,
0: the, the more we share, the more... It's, it's more like bonding and community mm-hmm. experience yeah. doing burning. It's not just, oh, for some people it is, but for, for most of the people here, it's being able to have a good conversation talking to somebody about, oh, well, I saw yeah. this specific bird at this place, and, oh, it was amazing, and just going on and on about that. And, oh, well, I didn't see that. Oh, let's go look at it. And so it's just the bond the bonding, getting to do do this activity together. It's like that's the best that's one of my favorite parts about that that and showing people new birds
8: (laughs) well that and it's just like I recall you know one year my wife and I spent part of a winter out in Arizona Mm -hmm. and I think I was at the Southeast Arizona Bird Observatory and I was sitting there by myself another gentleman came in I'd seen a little bird in the brush and I'd taken a photograph of it Mm -hmm. and I showed him the photograph and I said I think this is what it is no, I had never seen this gentleman before in my life, nor since. But he said, you know, you might want to look at this. And he grabbed my bird book and turned it over, and it was a Lucy's Warbird. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I had never seen one before. But, yeah, that's how birders are helpful. Oh, yeah. You know, and now with digital cameras, everybody gets pictures, <laughs> so they can come back and look at the book or yeah. whatever to look look I'll look it up on the Internet so, yeah, it's it's a fabulous hobby.
1: Well, that's yeah. all the questions we had. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to say?
8: Want to ask us any questions? Well, <laughs> my main function here is spreading hate and discontent. <laughs> all right. Does that help you?
1: Yeah. I that should like, end the show? I really feel like you're great at that. <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, you
1: thanks. Bet. We want to thank everyone for taking time out of their day today to talk with us, and allow us to record them because not everybody wants to be <laughs> recorded. Um, we had a great time talking to all of you, and we hope everyone listening felt inspired or learned something about birding and maybe birding in the Rio Grande Valley.
0: Yeah, and so this this year was only our second year uh, officially guiding for the festival, and last year last year was our first year, and we were we were really really new to the festival. Um, didn't really know anybody. But it was so much fun last year, and it was so much fun this year to return and see everybody that we met last year, people that we've been following on Facebook, over, our friends from last mm-hmm. year that we've been following on Facebook all year long, all the guides, the hosts, uh, some of the participants. And it was so encouraging today to see so many new festival goers that, that are so excited to see all the Valley specialties. It really makes our jobs so much fun and so much easier when they're just excited about all all the different things we're seeing
1: and we don't guide any other festivals right now (laughs) uh, but I imagine it's pretty similar you know you have the a similar group of people that are there from year to year that just create this incredible sense of community like Phil was saying you know we'll go out and we'll show each other birds and like maybe Mm -hmm. fishermen who don't want to share their their (laughs) little secret spot so it's if you if you don't bird often you know hopefully you'll start to do it more and if you do bird but you don't go to festivals we really encourage that you guys give it a try we went to one a couple years ago the shorebird festival in Oregon, Mm -hmm. and just enjoyed it so much that we thought you know how can we get to more of these it's incredible to be in a community of other people that are enjoying what you enjoy
0: Oh, yeah. So this is only our first day at the Rio Grande Valley Birding Festival. There's four more to come. Woo! We're already exhausted.
1: No sleep club.
0: <laughs> and uh, our next podcast uh, is going to come out on, uh, actually, Thanksgiving, I guess. Um, so we'll share even more about uh, the 25th annual Rio Grande Valley Birding Festival then.
1: Yeah, so when you're in a food coma, you can listen to our wonderful voices. <laughs> uh, Mom, you can listen to it like I'm there at Thanksgiving. um thanks to everyone for listening to our podcast again thank you all for uh participating in our podcast for those of you that, that interviewed with us um we hope you enjoyed the podcast and learned something please rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, stitcher google music and anywhere else you listen to us and we're also trying out the interviewing thing um so please let us know if you like it because we can definitely set up more interviews, I think. Or maybe, you know, if people want to interview yeah, with what us. Do you, what do you want? What do you really want? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> just, just let us know. Just let us know. Uh, if you'd like to connect with us, please follow us at Hannah Goes Birding and Eric Goes Birding, Eric with a K, on Instagram, <laughs> on our Facebook page, Hannah and Eric Go Birding, or email us at hannahanderecgobirding at gmail.com. Tell us what you hated, what you liked. Share with your friends and help us build following. We appreciate you guys.
4: Thanks.
5: Bye.